This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always, always, always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. By the way, on a check yourself weekend, this weekend in the NFL. Harry wants to check it out in terms of paying your check. If you're going to hang out with him in Dallas this weekend, he's going to be there for the big game on Sunday between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. On Saturday night, he wants to treat you to dinner. So hit him up on Twitter and on Instagram at hdouglas83. Just instant message him. And believe me, you could be having dinner with Harry Douglas, and you won't have to pay for anything except the drinks that you want to consume as a part of that meal. Yeah, already I've I've chosen one person. I'm going to choose about four or five more. So send me a message on Twitter or Instagram, X, whatever they call it, at Douglas 83 I am going to foot the bill for mm-hmm. your food. You can order whatever the hell you want. Okay. But you order alcohol, you're going to be paying for that on your own. I can't <laughs> contribute to that. Sorry. Good for you. And I'm glad you're not contributing to that whole thing. Be safe when you hang out with Harry, but also drink responsibly. Eat like a gluttonous fool. But drink responsibly, especially <laughs> when he's going to pay for it. Hit him up on Twitter and on Instagram at hdouglas83. He wants to pay your check by hanging out with him and having tomorrow. dinner tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. Saturday, D- tomorrow. Dinner's going to be at 8 o'clock. That's and right. Whoever I choose, I'll, I'll send you where to, where to meet me at. Yeah, no doubt about that. So you can check yourself that way and get free eats on Harry's Dime. But on the Check Yourself Weekend, this weekend in the NFL, <laughs> who needs to check themselves the most? We're going to ask an FOS that in 10 minutes especially when he played in the National Football League like Harry did. But let's hear from you, whether you play in the NFL or not, at Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Lindsay in North Carolina, and let's check yourself weekend in the NFL. Who needs to check themselves the most and why? Gentlemen, what's happening? Harry, I wish I could be in Dallas to hang out with your brother, but I'm going to say this. The Cowboys need to check themselves. This is a, this is a huge game. You know, we doggone undefeated at home. I need that undefeated Cowboys to show up and show out Sunday. But I'll tell you one thing. We don't need to blow them out. That Seattle game showed we got heart and we can play and we can get down and dirty and end up with the W. I just need the Cowboys to check themselves, be focused, and let's get it. How about them Cowboys? DC for Peace, y'all. <laughs> Lindsay, you're, you're right, though. A win is a win. I, I don't care how you get it, and especially for the Cowboys right now. You just want to win this football game to mm-hmm. make sure you're still in the driver's seat when you have an opportunity to get the number one seat and also win the uh, the division, the NFC East. Right. And I think when you look at that defense, they're going to have to be on one. Dak Prescott, he's going to have to be on one. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy as a coach, as a play caller, yeah. he's going to have to be on one. And even AT&T Stadium, I can't wait to be there, Freddie, because I want to see what the energy going to be like. Y'all got to be on one, fans. I want to see what the energy level going to be like in AT&T Stadium Sunday night. Have you ever been there for a football game, by the way? So the last time I went there was a Monday night football game, right. Eagles okay. versus Cowboys. Oh, man. That's the kind of energy times 25 like it's going to be when that happens on Sunday night because the Cowboys know the playoffs start on Sunday night. It's not about until January. It's right now when you still got the Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins still on your schedule before you get to the playoffs. The playoffs start on Sunday night, not just with Dak Prescott, for everybody because if you don't win this game, 
you're not winning the division, which means that you're playing on the road no matter who you play. But if you win this game and keep that momentum rolling, and then you wind up playing those teams, even if you win, lose one game the rest of your schedule, you still have enough talent that you can probably win out. If you do win out, not only do you win your division, but you can guarantee at least maybe two playoff games to get you the NFC Championship game, and you won 14 in a row at home in the regular season. That's how important this game is. Cowboys win this game. They could get that number two seed and at worst get a number three seed and get a home playoff game. They lose it. They're going to be playing on the road. And I don't know, Harry, as great as this offense has been lately, I don't know if I trust that, no matter how great Dak Prescott this Cowboys offense has played so far. Listen, big game in the big D. Dallas, that is. Billy in Houston on this Check Yourself weekend. Nice try. In the NFL, who needs to check themselves the most? Look, Billy and why? Billy? Go ahead, Billy. Hey, what's going on, fellas? It's always great to talk to you, man. Absolutely. So, look, I got two that need to check themselves. One, David Carr. Because since everybody's (laughs) been trying to pursue him and he chose to go to New Orleans, they have been straight. You mean Derek Derek Carr, right, Billy? Not David, Derek Carr, right? Yeah, Derek Carr. I'm sorry, Derek Carr. They have been straight trash. And I don't know why all these people keep not underestimating – Jamison Winston, but people seem to forget when he first got there, his first few games, he had hardly no turnovers and was throwing touchdowns like IHOP was giving out pancakes. <laughs> the other one needed to check themselves is the entire Carolina Panthers organization. Ooh. They need to check themselves for not taking C.J. Stroud and going with Bat Boy Bryce because Bryce is not what my boy Harry say. He is not boy bad, but T.J. Stroud, that boy is bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know that was going to get me excited yeah. right there. As it should. Are you kidding me? As oh, it should. Man. But he's not wrong about Derek or David Carr because David Carr said they should rest or bench Jalen Hurts who's fully healthy and put Marcus Mariota. So he wasn't far off by saying that Derek Carr needs to check himself with the Saints and his brother David Carr need mm-hmm. to check himself with that statement he made on the NFL Network Total Access show about a couple of days ago. Brendan in Connecticut on this Check Yourself weekend in the National Football League. Brendan, who needs to check themselves the most and why? Hey, what's up, Freddie? First time, long time. Yeah, I'm thinking about flying down to Texas and seeing if Harry wants to have a meatball, son. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Bubba. Bubba, I can't believe you. Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's a, this is classic. Bubba, Bubba, you made my day, man. You made my day, Bubba. <laughs> I will never ever oh, get over man. that. That will never not be funny to me. For those who don't know, Brendan Bubba works behind the scenes. He does <laughs> stuff with Greeny on that show. He does stuff on our show as well. And he is a massive Cowboys fan like I am. He wears Micah Parsons shirt, his jersey in the day. And he and Harry had this ongoing dialogue. And Harry, you can take it from there why it's happening between you two. Yeah, and, and part of it's because of me. I told him a long time ago I was going to eat a meatball sub because I've never had one. Right. Um, but I just haven't been excited about actually doing that of late. Then I had went on a fast, Freddie, when I wasn't uh-huh. eating red meat or, yeah. or any of that stuff. And right. uh, 
You like I told it, him, and I, and I told him, yeah, it was actually great. But I told him <laughs> recently, the last time the Eagles and Cowboys played, that if the Dallas Cowboys would have won, mm-hmm. I was going to eat a meatball sub on Get Up that following week. Uh-huh. And, and they didn't win, though. Yeah. You know, they didn't win. I but, I, but I did tell him, yeah. I, at some point I'm going to do it because I have to be a man of my word. There you go. I, I, just, has, I just haven't been up to speed to get it done. If you're going to get a meatball sub, get some Parmesan cheese sprinkled over the top of it. I got you, Bubba. You're welcome. You're welcome, Bubba. No, he got <laughs> he got you more than he the sure other did. way around. I was like, why, why did we don't see any words beside <laughs> the Connecticut sign, the uh, uh, state symbol? I'm like, Bubba didn't need it. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't need it at all. Zay in Houston, thanks for hitting us up on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Zay, we're calling this weekend a check yourself weekend in the NFL. Who needs to check themselves the most, and why? What's going on, fellas? I, I, I love listening to you guys. I talk to you guys uh, pretty often. I called a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. called Anthony Davis, ain't durable. He's been doing <laughs> yes. better. But this yes. weekend, who needs to check himself is Mike Greenberg. Greeny himself wanting to change the way stats are taken so that people stop uh, criticizing Josh Allen so effing much, you know. And, uh, yeah, Gre- Greeny needs to check himself. Like more than anyone else this weekend. Wow. And just get a reality check. Yeah, and, and Harry, don't give me the uh, the and, and, ands again. You know, he gave me some stuff for that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> you know, uh, just trying to get my words together. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, Greeny is out of his mind. I like Zayn Houston sticking up for himself, number one. Well done by him, <laughs> keeping those receipts. And number two, for those who missed it, Mike Greenberg, along with Darren Olowski. Both of those guys have been on Get Up and even on Greeny's radio show. But earlier as we can get up, Mike Greenberg is the turn to die on the hill, known as Josh Allen of Buffalo's Bills being unfairly criticized for his interceptions. Last week, I'm off with COVID, right? I'm not here, and I'm getting texts from people, oh, they're killing Josh Allen on your show over the interception that he threw in the Philadelphia game. Let me say something about him. There were 106 players in uniform for that game. Of them, by far, the one who played the best was Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. We focus more on the one bad play Josh Allen makes every week than the 60 that almost no one else in history possibly could could his team would be so bad if they didn't ask him to do absolutely everything he is the most unfairly judged player in the nfl and a quick final thought and i'll give it to you they're playing the chiefs this weekend yeah if he had wound up on kansas city with andy Reid and those guys Uh-oh. we'd be talking about him as being one of the greatest wow. quarterbacks of all time well freddie i also know in life you can be a stand-up gentleman a stand-up man do everything the right way mm-hmm. and make one bad decision mm-hmm. And you're going down the drain. I also do know that, too. Yeah. If you make one bad mistake, that can cost you, right? right? Just like if you're Josh Allen, if you're playing well throughout that entire football game against the Philadelphia Eagles, and you make that one mistake where you throw it in cover two uh-huh. when the corner is, 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 is uh, cutting off the route, right? and then the Eagles go down and score a touchdown, that one mistake mm-hmm. may have contributed to you losing. Or that cover zero when you and Gabe Davis aren't on the same page, which I don't understand because, see, the 10 years I played or the seven I was in Atlanta, Matt Ryan, before Saturday morning meetings, we would have a meeting before the meetings, me, Tony Gonzalez, Roddy White, uh, Julio Jones, and all the receivers and tight ends mm-hmm. to make sure we was on the same page. So why aren't you guys on the same page? See, I can go around a lot of different angles with this. Well, put it this way. We'll stay with those angles 
and other angles probably check yourself weekend in the NFL this weekend because Sam Acho from the Sam Acho fame on Twitter and ESPN football analyst. He's now in the building. Can't wait to talk to him right now about the NFL this weekend here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We played the cut of Greenberg saying that he was just completely flabbergasted by the unfair criticism when it comes to Josh Allen, quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. How would you describe Josh Allen, at quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, Sam? Well, I would just start with the stats. And you look at Buffalo, and, and they're statistically one of the top five offenses in passing yards, top five in points, and top five in total yards. Now, the other issue is, and, and I, I understand where, as I, was, as I was walking the halls into studio, I heard this greeny sound, and I get it. But also, mm-hmm. the other side is, man, a lot of people like Greeny and others have criticized Josh Allen for his turnovers, right? Because turnovers can be a stat that help change the game. But as Dan Orlovsky so eloquently pointed out, turnovers aren't the only stat. Mm -hmm. How much are you winning? I think winning matters a ton. And so for me, I think that there is a level of criticism for Josh Allen when he's not playing up to par that you don't always see, even from a guy like Patrick Mahomes. And if you could say, well, Mahomes has won two Super Bowls. Right. But – I think the expectations are high, right? I got a chance to play in Buffalo when, when, he, when, when it wasn't going so great, right? The year before that people were kind of calling for Josh Allen to maybe, is he the future, is he not? Then all of a sudden, three or four great years with Brian Dayball, and all of a sudden it was like, man, this is the time. This is our year. This is our season. Sure. And then the season goes, and it's like, well, no, this is the time. This is our year. And it's almost like all this extra pressure mounted up, not only on him, but on the team. And you see reports coming out and all these things. It's like, yeah. So then it's like you feel that weight. I think the bye week, they're on, they just had a bye week. I think the bye week is actually a blessing for this team. I played nine years in the NFL, and some years we you know went to the playoffs. Other years we had three wins. And no matter what the year it was, the bye week was always this great reset not only for me, but for, for our team. Why? And I see Harry nodding, nodding his head. The reason why is that you get a chance to not necessarily evaluate another opponent, mm-hmm. but evaluate yourself. Right. And look at what you actually are doing based off of the film. People always say the film don't lie, or as others will say, the big eye in the sky don't lie. On the outside, people may lie. Oh, Josh Allen, all these turnovers, he's this and he's that. But you turn on the film, it's like, oh, wow, Josh Allen, top five offense, top five passing, mm-hmm. top five scoring. You know what I mean? So you can watch that yourself without the external or exterior noise and really redefine who you are and almost have this level set and reset of, I don't care what anybody else says because they're not watching the tape. I'm playing the game. I can change the outcome, and the narratives don't even matter anymore. And, Sam, I think also that bye week is great for coaches, right, to be able to self-reflect and go back to the drawing board and see how they can do things better and the positions that they can put their players in to be successful. And I would say even with Sean McDermott, because he's the guy over the defense right now, and that defense, they, they have not been so good this season like they were the last few years. There's a lot of reflection on that end, especially when you have guys missing important pieces on how you can be better as a coach. Can you speak to that too? Yeah, and it's not just self-reflection, because that sounds very broad in general. And I, I think I was on Sports Center this morning, I might have said self-reflection. Right. But it's really self-scout. There and, what, you go. Yep. and you go back and you watch the tape of who you are and what you've been. Every time you play in a game, this is what people don't may, maybe may or may not know. Teams will go and watch the last maybe four games of similar opponents and say, okay, this is what these four teams who have a similar structure as us, this is what they ran against this team. This is what worked, right? That's like a scouting report, all right, against this defense, right? Okay, if they run a 3-4, they're going to bring pressure, man, whatever. So that's right. what you do. And you go and look at your own tendencies in the bye week. You say, okay, man, every time we see single high safety, we run this concept. 
So if we're doing that and I get a chance to watch it myself and not go watch another opponent, now I have an idea of this is what other opponents are seeing us do. Maybe now based off of myself scouting, my self-evaluation to your point, Harry, I can go and not only get better as a general general term, but specifically change tendencies. And that's a that's an uh, adage for football, but it's also an adage for life too. I saw some some I heard someone say what what you did to get you here may not be what you need to do to get you where you're trying to go or to keep you here, right? Okay, yeah, like, all right, I mean, I grinded, I worked hard, I was on time every every day. Well, try to be 15 minutes early, right? No, no, but I was 15 minutes, okay, maybe be an hour early. Man, I was doing hot tub, okay, maybe try the cold tub, right? Like, I'm, And that's a football example, but in life, man, mm-hmm. my marriage is X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot, try taking your, your wife on a date every week, not just right. like, you know what I mean? I heard somebody, there's a stat, you know, uh, I was talking to somebody here, and they were saying a stat, you know, about divorce and stuff like that, Like, but he was like, man, a, there's a stat that shows families, couples, husband and wife, that pray together, have less than a 1% divorce rate. So I'm just, and I'm, I know we're talking generally speaking, but I'm just saying like, man, if I, you're running and gunning and going and life and kids and family and basketball practice, let's go back to the basics. How did I mm-hmm. get here, man? And in football, it's the same way, man. Okay. The noise and this, and that I got to prep for this week in Kansas city and then Dallas and then Miami. No, 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 no. Let's get our bye week mm-hmm. Who are we? Right. And how can we, how can we double down on who we are? Great stuff by Sam Acho, ESPN football analyst. Hit him on Twitter, D Sam Acho. Joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We're calling this weekend Check Yourself Weekend in the National Football League. I think Josh Allen has to check himself, not so much to be better because he's fantastic, but don't have those critical turnovers in those moments that flip the momentum that we've seen what happened against Philadelphia, what happened against Denver, opening night versus the New York Jets. Who is that player? Who is that team? Who is that coach on this weekend that they better check themselves or else? I think the Jets need to check themselves. Oh, come on now. That's not fair. Is that easy? (laughs) That's not fair. That's like throwing water on a drowning man when it comes to the Jets. That's what that is. is. I'm just saying, like, you saw. You better learn how to swim. You got reports. I'm telling you. You got reports coming out from credible reporters. I know. I mean, I I didn't know much about the game until I got in the game. Oftentimes, these sources are directly either the people themselves or their agents or people in management. Exactly. And then you have people other coming out, not necessarily, like, Aaron Rodgers didn't necessarily refute the statement per se from what i understand uh-huh. you know what i mean like you're not it, lying yeah you know i mean so lying. anyways for me that just says okay you have a quarterback who you've started and benched you started and benched. you start it's like come on like sooner or later let's figure out mm-hmm. not even like it's just for me that's just an organization right now that's struggling maybe that's an easy one. Oh man the jets are oh, no but it's, but it's definitely fair and accurate because this has been ongoing yeah not just with them and zach wilson but as an organization for the past 40 50 years yeah and then even the point of all right well man well maybe if aaron Rodgers comes back next year then we'll be super bowl contenders i'm like bruh it's it's <laughs> like i just i just it so much has to go right i'm serious so much yeah. has to go right uh-huh. and anyone who's played or covered the game you could have the best remember the eagles had the dream team oh yeah didn't go right mm-hmm. you have other teams that are on their third string and all of a sudden like remember nick Foles won a super bowl he Absolutely. won the starter yep. that was carson wentz and carson wentz was in the running for the mvp he gets injured oh no carson wentz injured boom nick Foles super bowl oh man you look at san francisco I understand they haven't won a Super Bowl yet in the recent years, but man, okay, we're gonna trade up and get Trey Lance, right? We got we got Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. man. This is gonna be our future, man. Jimmy's gone, Trey gets injured, and Trey's gone. Oh, what do we do? Well, shoot, you ha- you have the the, the Mister Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, or their their last draft pick. Now all of a sudden, leading them to to wins, dominant wins. And so my point is, it's not always about the the sexy pick or what looks good on paper. Exactly, it's about things have to. Sometimes the ball has to bounce your way. Yes, you put yourself in a position. You could argue, yeah, they did. Of course, you get Aaron Rodgers, get Lazard, get Randall Cobb, right? Get you know Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe that's your answer. But my point is, they need to check themselves, man. They need it. And and 
And I think they did a good job early in the season where it was like, hey, you know what? Zach's our quarterback. We're right. going to win with him right. and win with our defense. And they did that. Remember, they beat the Eagles with their defense. Mm-hmm. But then it seems like they got away from that, and that's, that's my issue with them. So big game this weekend on Sunday Night Football. What's one thing uh, each team, the Eagles and the Cowboys, have to do to get a win? I think the Cowboys have to be very disciplined in their rush lanes. Amen. And the reason I say that, and Freddie, you're not in your head, but there was some sound from Nick Bosa, San Francisco 49ers star edge rusher, who said, man, we have a plan. We, we executed our plan to perfection. What was that plan? The plan was for four rushers to rush as one. What does that mean? It means you're building a fence, not being an individual. Individual, I'm going to rush upfield and maybe beat my guy. Maybe I won't. But if I beat him, it's a sack. If I don't, that's a huge B gap. You know, we called it the honey hole when we played, right? I played Aaron Rodgers a ton in my career, played for the Bears. And we would say, man, if we want to keep him from scoring, we have to keep him from stepping up in the pocket right. in the B gap. Because then he can slip past you and then exactly. all of a sudden get outside and either run or make a play down the field. And usually arm. it's a play down the field extending the play. It's not even running. And so when you go back and watch San Francisco, I was watching some of the, some of the, some of the, the clips of their pass rush. They weren't necessarily trying to win one-on-one. Absolutely. They were trying to keep him in the pocket. Then you go back and watch Dallas, and this is it's just game plan specific, right? You see Micah Parsons winning. Not a bad thing. Not I'm talking about San Francisco, just in general, right? Winning. Okay, that works against other teams, right? Demarcus Lawrence, Odigazua, winning. Osa Odigazua, my brother. I, <laughs> I, I was Nadine, wondering. Nadine, I, you, didn't let, you didn't let me down. I was wondering. In fact, <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I have to do just, just one, one quick <laughs> aside. Someone on Twitter, on Twitter, texted me. Or te- is it text or tweet? Or X, X, he texted me. <laughs> I said, Acho, I saw you on. I saw you on the uh, what is this ESPN radio with Freddie and Harry. He said you t- you did not do the the accent. You did not do the the uh, the accent. Imagine. I said, I, he said you did not say it. I said I, I said brother. Brother, I'm sorry, yo. I will come back next time. I will say, imagine. <laughs> Just imagine, Osa Odigizua is a baller. He is a beast. Eh? He will get paid big, big, big contracts. Big 50 million, maybe 60 <laughs> million. You're laughing at me. Yes, he sir. will get paid a big contract. Imagine, Osa, D-Law, Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence, Michael Parson, Michael Parson. Just imagine the three of them running, rushing as one unit. They will be dumb. They will dominate. So my point is this, very simple. Don't be be, be a team. Mm-hmm. As a teammate, don't try to win one on one. Just just keep keep uh, Jalen Jalen Hart. Jalen keep him in the pocket and you will win the game. I, I I promise. But if you are selfish, eh? Selfishness will lose this game. If I see Demarcus Lawrence rushing up the field, they will lose. If I see Micah Parson try to just run up, they will lose. If I see uh, Osa, my brother, eh? My Nigerian uh, uh, brother, he's a lion, eh? a lion. Look at his blood, he's a lion. I see him <laughs> rush up, the, they will lose the game. Watch, watch the tape, watch, watch uh, San Francisco. They will win, they play like that, you win. Yeah. Always a pleasure, brother Sam. Thank you so much, as always, my man. He is the Sam Ocho on Twitter, ESPN Football. As we can have him on every day, and if I have my way, we will because when he does stuff like that, but he brings that intellect, he brings that knowledge. It's always a blast having him here on Freddie Harry. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. He, <laughs> he's Sam Ocho here on Freddie Harry. Thanks to Progressive Insurance, insurance from both sides, boaters, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at one 800 Progressive and Progressive.com. What if the Cowboys actually beat the Eagles? We'll do a little NFL what if you keep it here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, it's Greeny, and it's the best NFL weekend of the season so far, including the monster matchups in Kansas City and Dallas, and we will be the place to break it all down Monday morning. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep winging or take a listen to what you have to say on the NFL. Check yourself before you wreck yourself weekend. Who needs to check themselves and why your calls at 888-729-3776. That's triple H say ESPN. We'll take a listen to what you have to say on the Dr. Pepper call in line. We bring in our producer, Shannon Penn. We're going to do a little NFL what if, because so many key games are out there, other than just Eagles versus Cowboys and Chiefs versus the, taking on the Buffalo Bills, so Shannon Penn. What if I told you? All right, we're going to start there, though, Harry. What if I told you that the Dallas Cowboys beat the Eagles? Then you would actually have a valid 
statement because I actually think the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. But if they are to win this football game, then they keep things alive as far as the number one seed in the NFC conference. Also, they keep things alive to uh, on the on the rims of potentially winning the NFC East as a division. That means do it again because I know it's a key player in their division because the NFC East, but what if the Cowboys beat the Eagles? The job is not finished, and that's a message for Jerry Jones, that organization as an ownership group, and the players. It's one thing to take down an Eagles team that got to where you've never been as an organization lately. That's the Super Bowl. Just because you're able to beat them on Sunday does not mean that the job is done. What if I told you? All right, Freddie, what if I told you that the Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City? That means you're telling me that they will have saved their season because that's how imperative this game is. If they don't beat Kansas City on Sunday night in Kansas City, then they're not going to make the playoffs in the AFC. As much talent as they have, I'm not trusting that losing to Kansas City, then your home versus Dallas at the charge. You don't know how that game's going to go. Home versus the Patriots. You lost that game early this year at the Miami Dolphins. That's how critical this game is. The schedule is not that bad, but if you lose to the Cowboys, it may not matter for the Buffalo Bills. So I would say this, if the Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs, the shoestring that they were holding on before this game, they're still holding on to it because they also (laughs) still got to play the Cowboys, the Chargers, and the Miami Dolphins to finish the season. But that's one step towards actually making the playoffs. You don't care how you get in. You just want to get into the dance. Now for the Kansas City Chiefs, what that says for me is that they're 2-4 and in their last six games. And uh uh-oh, things aren't looking right. What if I told you? All right, Harry, what if I told you that the Los Angeles Rams beat the Baltimore Ravens? If you told me that, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Because of mm-hmm. the quarterback position, mm-hmm. when you look at the Rams and Matthew Stafford and how they've been able to win games of late, this is a team that is fighting for a playoff spot uh, to actually get into the NFC Conference. Now, for the Baltimore Ravens, for them, a team that can kind of you know, try to separate themselves from the rest of the pack. Them and Miami right now are sitting at nine and three. It will be a letdown for the Baltimore Ravens as far as trying to separate themselves or get that number one seed in the AFC. If the Rams beat the Ravens, they're making the playoffs in the NFC because the only game in this schedule they'll lose after this if they win against Baltimore would be the 49ers. And if the 49ers are the number one seed, they're not playing anybody in that game. That means they're going to wind up running the table. They'll beat the Commanders. They'll beat the Saints. They'll beat the Giants, and they'll beat the 49ers who won't have anything to play for. If they beat the Baltimore Ravens, this Rams team, like you mentioned, Harry, Aaron Donald looking like that Aaron Donald guy I'm used to seeing dominating people, and he's brought people along with him on the defensive side to make sure they are more than a, not a dominating defense, but a defense you got to deal with. But Kua Nakua, what he's been able to do, and also having the running back position being solidified with the Los Angeles Rams. Also, you look and you say, man, they can actually run the football now. This looks like a Rams team of old because now – when Matthew Stafford is play action and Kyron Williams running the football, averaging over five yards per carry, they win this game on Sunday versus Baltimore. The Los Angeles Rams are going to make the playoffs. Doing a little NFL what if with a little help from our producer Shannon Penn on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. What if I told you? All right, Freddie, what if I told you that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Atlanta Falcons? Harry Douglas might call in sick on Monday. <laughs> call in I hell I may be a, just a no show <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Atlanta Falcons there'll be a first place flat footed tie in the NFC South 
which means that if that's going to be the case, then all you know what could break loose, which means that it may just be the Freddie and Freddie show on Monday and not the <laughs> Freddie and Harris show. If that happens to us, ah, Atlanta Falcons, they lose the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. Freddie, you said it right there, man. If the, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are able to beat the Atlanta Falcons this weekend in Atlanta, then you have that three-way tie again in the NFC South. This is an opportunity for the Falcons to separate themselves in that division and create more space. Good point. But even if it is a, steer, a three-way tie, the Atlanta Falcons still own all the tiebreakers, I believe. Um, but still, you, you, you don't want it to be that close. And anything is possible, man. It's the National Football League. We just watched a 2-10 and 10 football team <laughs> beat a, a, a team that was in the playoffs before last night. What if I told you? All right, Harry, what if I told you? The, uh, what's, what's so funny? The New York Jets. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Wait for me. What's so, what's so funny, Shannon Penn? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> what? Oh, come on now. Share with the class why you're laughing out loud. What if, what if I told you that the Jets beat the team? Yeah, you oh, read this question? That's, that's, why, that's why, why he's laughing. I was wondering why. He, he hadn't even gotten to the I question, Len, and all he's busting need, out laughing. Not in good faith. I couldn't read this. <laughs> 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 All right, Harry, what if I told you the Jets beat the Texans? There, I did it. Number one, hell has frozen over. Twice. Number two, everybody get ready. Make sure you're living right because the rapture's on the way. <laughs> hey, yeah, something, is, something is going on. Uh-huh. If the Jets beat the Texans this weekend, something massive is about to happen. Can I just say how crazy this yes. season has been mm-hmm. where yep. the statement is – you know, coming into the season with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. we're saying it's going to be the rapture if the Jets yeah. beat the Texans. Yeah, they're going to be locusts and frogs eating crops. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Catching dogs in bed together. Absolutely. The blue lights and Barry White on the, on the stereo. <laughs> That's where we've come to. If the Texans win, they're going to have more wins this year than the last two seasons combined. They will win Damn. eight games this year after winning a combined seven in 2021 and 2022. There's not a soul that thought that we would even be talking about what if the Jets beat the Texans. We were thinking, oh, the Jets are going to murder the Texans that late in the season. Yep. That's where we are because it shows what happens when you have competent people who know what the hell they're doing and they have people in place that know how to give that loyalty and what they're doing. That's why you get what you get with the Houston Texans and the New York Jets. Yeah, that, that football team in Houston, man, they, they've been doing a lot of things right this season. And mm-hmm. this is a game I'm, I'm actually rooting for them. I want them to win because I, I want to see a team like that in the playoffs. I want to see what C.J. Stroud will be able to do his rookie season, first season in the playoffs, and how and how he's going to be able to perform right. in that magnitude as well. Yeah, it is an NFL check yourself weekend. That's what we're calling it. Who needs to check themselves the most? We want to hear from you in the Dr. Pepper call on the line at 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. We're going to give ours in case you missed it in about five minutes. But we want to hear from you on this NFL Check Yourself Weekend. Who needs to check themselves the most and why? Real quick, Chuck in New York, on this Check Yourself Weekend in the NFL, who needs to check themselves the most and why? Oh, I, I definitely think it's Kellen Moore of the Chargers. Uh, uh, Justin Herbert's come from a stud to a dud. Uh, the offense looks terrible. They have only scored 16 points in the last two games. Uh, they need to get something rolling there because they do not look like the same offense as they did the previous years. Maybe Mike McCarthy was right after all, mm. Harry Douglas, because he said, I got to do a better job of calling plays. I can do it better than Kellen Moore, who was not even on the street an hour before the Los Angeles Chargers picked him up. And to Chuck's point, 
Justin Herbert got that bag. And right now, the season's in the bag mm. for the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, Mike McCarthy's looking really good. He might not be feeling good after having I know. You know, a little procedure done, but yeah. he, he's looking good. Got I mean, I won't say he got, but Dak's playing at an MVP level in which you, you, you got to say he has his hands in some kind of way. He's the his offensive play caller. He's the head coach. Yeah. So I, I like what Mike McCarthy is. Kellen Moore? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. Those guys going to be there next year. Maybe, maybe not. By the way, Mike McCarthy, for those who don't know, he had an appendix situation, had an appendix surgery. Was not with the team, won't be with the team the rest of this week, but he expects to be there on Sunday when the Dallas Cowboys take on the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night. Check yourself weekend in the NFL. Who needs to check themselves the most and why? We'll tell you ours. Tell us yours at Triple Eight Say ESPN 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper calling line. This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy, coming up Monday as they chase the number one seed in the AFC. I'll tell you if the Dolphins' offense is the best unit in all of football. It's unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Love Friday. 40 years ago, Thriller came out by Michael Jackson. 40 years ago. What? On this this Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app. Thank you, young Freddie. Yeah, I don't know about all that, but I'll take what I can get <laughs> as far as that goes. Also, don't forget to tell you a smart speaker that play ESPN Radio. We bring in our man Devin Kane, one of our other producers. We're all about making sure that you get more money when Monday rolls around. We do a little NFL props over under, courtesy ESPN Bet. You know it as hit that number. So Devin Kane hit it on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. You good, Harry? Before I start, you're laughing over there. Of course he is. Freddie. Freddie got to deal with me every day, man. Believe me, Harry. Freddie, I love you, not, man. Much love back. It's not dealing with you. It's just who we are. There's <laughs> the nothing wrong with that. We are. That's we I, are. Believe me, I dealt, in my 19-plus years, I've had to deal with some people. Give me this every day with you, my friend. <laughs> Believe me. All right, first up, Freddie, you're going. Texas Jet. Texas. Texans Jets. This I, is. I think Texas would beat the Jets. That's in the Cowboys playoff. <laughs> this is the lowest point total on the slate, okay. 33 and a half total points over or under. I'm going to say over because I think the Texans will put up at least 24 to 27 points against the Jets defense. That's still pretty good, but they'll be playing a lot of snaps. And I can see the Jets maybe scoring 17 because I think Zach Wilson played better than what people are thinking. So I'll take the over on that one when it comes to Texans or Texas versus the Jets. <laughs> Harry, your thoughts? I'm going to go over. Mm-hmm. And that's because of C.J. Stroud at the quarterback position. I, I just think he he has a knack for that position, man. He has a knack for making plays. And it's not just in the National Football League. It's from his youth to high school to college and now in the NFL. 
All right, Harry, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are taking on the Rams. His over-under total for rushing yards is 46.5. Are you going over or under? I'm going to go over. I'm up here looking at the Los Angeles Rams, and even though they might be a different team than they were early in the year, Anthony Richardson, when he was playing with the Colts, he had 10 carries of 56 yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go over in this one. Ravens had a bye week last week, right? Last week, right? Yep. That means Lamar Jackson can have to rest his legs. Let the horse loose. I'm taking it over as well <laughs> because they're going to have a chance to make some plays. He's been not just good running the football, but how he's doing it, Harry. He's not trying to take on guys, not trying to prove anything. Mm-hmm. If it's three, if it's five yards, he gets 5.3 and you get down. If it's six yards, he gets 6.1 and then you get out of bounds. He's been really good not just running the football, but how he's doing it to make sure he does not take unnecessary hits. I'm with you. I'm taking the over on that one. All right, Freddie. Desmond Ritter. Over, under, one and a half passing touchdowns. The Falcons are taking on the Bucks. Bucks, what do you say? I'm going to say under because the running game has to be special to help Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter at times has been really good between the 30s. But in that red zone, it seems he forgets about London. He forgets about Pitts. And you've seen why we see more of that running game in the red zone from Artie Smith, the head coach, instead of placing that football in the hands of Desmond Ritter. I think he gets one, but no more than that. I'm taking the under. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he threw for one. I'm going to go for the under. I wouldn't be surprised if he threw for one, actually rushed for one, in which he should have had in the first matchup if he would have had the ball tucked in his left arm like he was supposed to before a defender of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers knocked it out of his hand. But also, I, I think that run game, like you mentioned, Freddie, is going to be you know upper echelon this week. That three-headed monster, you got Tala Ajir, Bijan Robinson, also Cordero Patterson. They rushed for 156 in the first matchup. So I, I, I like that. So I'm going to go under with the passing touchdown. I like that. Hit that number part of NFL props over under according to ESPN bed. We do it each and every Friday around this time on Freddie and Harry on ESPN radio with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Once again, here's Devin Kane. Our HD, Justin Jefferson, he is back from his IR stint. His over under taking on the Raiders for receiving yards is 67 and a half yards. What do you say? Over. Justin Jefferson isn't coming back to not get the football. I don't care what went on while he was gone. <laughs> Otherwise, he could have stayed on IR. <laughs> so he's coming back expecting the football. I'm going over. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about any kind of Steelers-itis about not getting the football. Uh-uh. And I, Joshua Dobbs was getting a little shade from his coach. I'm thinking you realize that he didn't have Justin Jefferson. I think both of those guys would be just fine. I could see a 90-100 burger receiving yards from Justin Jefferson of Minnesota being back. All right, Freddie. Josh Allen over under one and a half passing touchdowns against the Chiefs. I'm going to say over. I think he gets two. I could see Josh Allen doing that because as elite as we've seen him be, he's found that ability to get the ball into the end zone and into the right hand. So I'm going to take that over. I say he gets two versus Kansas City. I'm going to say over as well. I think he's going to be able to get two. What I'm worried about, Josh Allen, I remember last year they played in the playoff game versus the Cincinnati Bengals, mm-hmm. and there were a few blitzes that that offensive system did not see coming. Well, if you thought that was unique, well, wait till you play Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator of the Kansas City Chiefs. There are going to be blitzes coming all over the place. Be on alert. All right, real quick. HD, Dak Prescott, over under two and a half passing touchdowns are taking on the Eagles. I'm going over. I think Dak attack is going to be in full-fledged. The Dak attack is going to be on one. I'm going over. I say he gets two. I think he'll get like one of those rushing touchdowns that you don't see coming from Dak Prescott. But I think he gets two passing touchdowns. 
and maybe one running the football. With Harry Douglas and Freddie Cohen together on Freddie and Harry, we're going to talk about the word concern when it comes to Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs, period. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.